Welcome back with this bitter blast of Arctic air headed our way this weekend. Lots of folks are going to be thinking about their heating bills. And there's some help available from the Good Neighbor Energy Fund in its 39th year uh, this year. And Marie McCabe is joining us once again, the chairperson of the fund, to tell us all about it. Marie, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Great to see you. How long have you been chairman of the fund, actually? So this is my second consecutive year, um, and I was a chairperson a couple of years ago as well, too. So um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. You are with the North Attleboro um, Electric Utility as well. Is that right? A municipally owned utility? That's correct. Yep. Another municipal out in North Attleboro. Okay. Um, so for folks who don't know, let's start with the basics, Marie. What is the Good Neighbor Energy Fund? So the Good Neighbor Energy Fund is a cooperative effort between uh, sponsoring energy companies in Massachusetts, you know, like Eversource, National Grid, North Attleboro Electric, Braintree Electric, things like that. So we um, we look for ways to help residents in Massachusetts help overcome some financial burdens when it comes to their energy bill. And when you say uh, we, Marie, who is who is the we? Who's the folks behind this fund? So the folks are 19 energy companies, uh, like I mentioned, um, and we do meet on a monthly basis. So the committee, there's a committee involved, and we have representatives from those sponsoring energy companies that meet, and um, uh, we help try to bring exposure to the fund. Not a lot of people know that that it's available. We there it helps people that don't qualify for federal or state assistance. So it's. It's um, not as um, familiar as maybe a self-help is in the in the Commonwealth. Sure. Yeah. Just last week on on this program, we um, had folks from Quincy Community Action Program speak about their energy assistance programs, which which is uh, a combination of state and federal funds, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is privately funded. Is that right? This is yeah. This is mainly funded by um, the general public and also the the companies that are sponsoring. The fund um, do make some nice donations to help us get through the winter and help um, some customers. So it's basically you might see a green envelope in your energy bill in the next coming weeks if you haven't already, and uh, that's a, a an envelope that you somebody could donate to send a donation into the Good Neighbor Energy Fund. Sure. So what's the I guess the current status of the fund, Marie? That you know the health of the fund uh, this year is compared to years past. So the, the fund is in a good good state right now. We we have uh, last year. I know we've helped over fifteen hundred customers or fifteen hundred households in the state, and we hope to at least be able to do that as well this year. We got some sizable donations from Eversource and um, National Grid. We have uh, um, other co other sponsoring energy companies that also donate. Um, and some of the programs, uh, some of the companies also have an add a dollar program so that um, when customers pay their bill online or pay via check and mail in a check is a there's uh, a place where you can add a dollar which would also be donated to the good neighbor energy fund so it's generally the public and then uh, of course some of the um, energy companies as well sure so how much is in the fund um, right now so the fund has you know uh, roughly four hundred five hundred thousand dollars in there right now to help we have applications in process um, right now so uh, I think we've helped a few hundred people already um, the fund opened up in October 
in later October. So applications started coming in then. And now with this really frigid temperature and cold weather, I'm sure we'll see an uptick in applications coming in now that the winter is kind of in full force. So we're here to help and, um, you know, I hope people do call us for that. You know, it's a $400 grant this year. So, uh, you know, that helps a, that helps a sizable amount. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So let's talk about um, who is eligible to receive assistance from the Good Neighbor Energy Fund and, and how do they do that? Sure. So it's geared towards people who do not qualify for low income assistance. So you're talking about moderate income households, for example, a family of four with a gross total income uh, of 87294 in between 116, 116,392, that family of four would be eligible for that $400 grant. Okay, and what's the process uh, to apply for that? How does that happen? So the process, it, I believe, is fairly simple to me. It's a, you reach out to your Sar Salvation Army um, community center. I know there's one there in Quincy, and it's a one-page application if you just have to provide proof that you're in that income range for your household size um, and uh, provide your energy bill. And then within seven to 10 business days, if, if you meet those qualifications, then you'd get the um, $400 grant, which would be mailed directly to, to the energy company that they're, you know, with the past, with the bill included. Okay, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's key. So that way it ensures that the benefit goes to where it's intended, right? Yeah, so I think that's a it's a good point um, because it, people when they're donating to this fund, they want to make sure that the fund is being used for what it's anticipated for. So we know the Salvation Army they help us out by um, administering the fund. So they will issue the check directly to uh, Braintree Electric, EverSource, National Grid, um, so or Unitel, Unitel, all of those whatever company it is that they will send the check directly there. So you, the the donor knows the fund is being accurately um, taken care of, and then the recipient is getting the bill directly applied to their account. Right. And is it, Marie, is it just a one-time benefit that somebody can receive one time per year or per season? How does that work? Yeah, so it would be one time per year. Okay. Um, and it's basically, it, it's supposed to be a, a temporary help or a te temporary assistance so that, you know, uh, a a resident would apply because they've had a temporary loss of a job mm -hmm. or have been out sick due to COVID or something like that, or have had like a, another bill that they've had to pay and had to put their energy bill on the back burner, so to speak. So um, it's basically, you know, once a year type of thing. So if you do are struggling this year, you find yourself struggling again next year, then apply again next year and see if you meet the criteria again. Okay. And, yep. and is it when they receive a benefit, is it the full amount, the full $400, or, or is it in, given in various stages? So it's typically the full $400. Uh, you could also use it for oil. So you just have to make sure your oil delivery is in that amount and they send the, that, that you know, payment to the oil company. So it's typically the full $400. Okay. Um, and yep. can it be retroactive? Say, you know, if you if you get the benefit um, after you've already paid your bill. Oh yeah, sure. So a lot of people do pay the bill and and then find themselves they know they're going to be without a paycheck for the next month or so. They're having surgery, 
something like that. So then if you apply, um, you know, in, say you have a hardship because you have a medical procedure or whatever the case may be, then you can, as long as you meet the income guidelines, then you'd, you'd still get the funds even if it's retroactive. Okay, good to know. And if, if someone is denied, Marie, but then their, you know, their situation changes for, for whatever reason, um, can they reapply in that same season, that same year? Yeah, absolutely. So if, if they're denied for some reason, maybe their in application's incomplete or their income has changed, they've suddenly lost their job. Um, so yeah, you could definitely reapply, reach out to your um, Salvation Army Community Center, uh, check the guidelines on our website as well, and um, you can call us and uh, we can reassess the application. Okay, do you know, have the guidelines, the income guidelines changed over the years? I know for the... Uh for the federal and state assistance programs, the income guidelines have actually gone up to, to qualify more people. Has, is it the same with the Good Neighbor Energy Fund? Yeah, so they, they do change yearly. So okay. it's, it's it's between 60 and 80% of the medium state income level. Okay. So they do change a little bit each year. So you just want to be aware of what, uh, you know, where you fall for your household size. Okay, good yeah. to know. Um, and about how long does the approval process take or the process take whether it's to, to let the repair know if they're approved or not? So it's pretty streamlined, thankfully. It, it, so once they apply, they would know pretty much right away from the Salvation Army if they if they are approved because they have to fall into that income guideline and if they've provided the documentation mm -hmm. corroborating that. And then after that, like it'll be about within two weeks or so that the uh, energy company will get your four hundred dollar grant directly paid to your account. Okay, all right. So it's not too yeah, it's not too far. And if folks are um, having their energy supplied by, say, a renewable energy company, um, do they also qualify for this, Marie? So it would be anybody that services your house, uh, you know, provides energy in, in Massachusetts. So okay. it, it could be, um, you know, propane, mm -hmm. um, kerosene, things like that. So whatever, whatever you heat your home with or if it's electricity, then that would also be included. Yep. Oh, okay. And geographically, is it the, I mean, it's called the Mass Good Neighbor Energy Fund. So is it the entire state? It's the entire state. It yeah. Is. So from here to Springfield, East, West, right? It's the whole entire state. So anybody as, who's a resident can apply. Okay. Very good. How do folks uh, contribute to the fund if they wanted to do that? So we do have our website, which is um, www.goodneighbor, sorry, magoodneighbor.org. Right. Um, so they could apply there. There's a donate button. Uh, you can also um, mail your a check to the Salvation Army uh, in Canton, their headquarters. Um, they would gladly take that donation and if just maybe write in the memo of your check that it's going to Good Neighbor Energy Fund. Um, so those are a couple of ways, and also with your energy bill, there's probably somewhere on that energy bill that allows you to um, make a donation, whether it be in the envelope that um, may be included. There's a green envelope this year that may be included with your energy bill, or there's a way to add that, um, you know, whether it's add a dollar or um, something online that you could also contribute to that would go towards the Good Neighbor Energy Fund. Okay. And is there a deadline, Marie, or a time period in, in which people have to apply? So there's no deadline per se. We do want to make sure we have funding available. So there is funding, of course, right now. 
um, if if we get an influx of applications between now and you know March or something, the funding may be a little bit lower. We haven't had that happen in a in a couple of years where we've had to close the fund for a little bit um, to to make sure we get everybody's applications processed. But um, I would say if you're interested in pursuing the grant, then definitely apply sooner rather than later, just to make sure the funding is there. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point yeah. as well. Um, but is the fund is in existence all year long, is that right? So does money get carried over if it's not used? Yeah, so the fund, that's a good question, Joe. Uh, the fund is in existence all year long. Um, so if you're, for some reason you're making it through the winter, fine, mm -hmm. but then summer comes in those air conditioners are running, we have a heat wave and the bills are high in yeah. July and August, you can uh, reach out to us then and we can see, you know, see if you can qualify for the grant then as yeah. well. That's, you know, the, the way the weather's been changing lately. I'm, I'm thinking we oh, yeah. need to think more about, you know, cooling than we have in the past uh, as well as heating. That's right. Sure. Um, now the fund itself, Marie, um, can other utility companies get involved? Has that fluctuated over the years as to the number of companies that are participating? Yeah, so we've had um, energy companies join um, and, and anybody's welcome to join. Any of the energy companies are welcome to join the committee. Some, some companies have their own energy assistance program, oh, okay. so that might be why they haven't joined. Um, but I, we would welcome any and all sponsoring, you know, any energy company in the Commonwealth that would like to join the committee and, and help help with the Good Neighbor Energy Fund. Most welcome. Okay, good to know. And is there any cost at all to apply? There's no cost to apply. No, cost nope, to apply. not at all. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, the advice you and I have talked before is, is you know, if you find yourself struggling, don't let yourself get shut off. Right. You know, just reach out for help before. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another good point. So in the winter, there is winter protection. So for people that, uh, you know, if you're having some struggles, you can reach out to your um, energy company and let them know that, you know, if you, however you heat your home, if you're if you're low income or moderate income and you're struggling, winter protection is from November 15th to March 15th. Okay. All right. so you could also reach out and let your energy company know then that you're having some problems make, making your bills. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, I was thinking if, if hopefully it doesn't happen but if the fund does run out for some reason uh, but you've been you've been approved to receive a benefit does that approval kind of get you know carried over when the fund is replenished so that doesn't happen yet so okay. I, okay. Yeah, let's I'm hope hoping it that happen. won't yeah. yeah let's hope it doesn't happen yeah <laughs> exactly. but um, I think we would know um, you know once we get to a certain level we would let a customer know or a resident know that's trying to apply that it's, it would be pending available funding. So if, if we get to that point and we haven't, yep. um, then you know we would just let them know. We'd just make sure that there's funding available. Okay. Um, and yep. the donations we didn't mention, but uh, they're tax deductible, right? They are, yep. They are tax deductible. So if you're looking to try and make a, a charitable contribution before the your taxes are due April 15th mm -hmm. or whatever day it is this year. It's um, the 16th in Massachusetts. Or cause, cause 16th, of Patriots, right. So, yeah. Of, yeah, so if you're looking for a charity to contribute to, the Good Neighbor Energy Fund is a is a great you know charity to um, be able to do that. Yeah, and and when you do make a donation, do, do you get a receipt or some kind of acknowledgement that you've made a donation? You will get an acknowledgement, you'll get a receipt for okay. sure, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. very good. Anything else yeah. we should let folks know about? 
I think we've covered it all. I think, uh, you know, just reach out. Uh, don't be um, shy or timid about reaching out. It's, everybody has gone through ups and downs in their lives. So reach out if you're struggling a little bit with your energy bill. And we're always happy to help. Great. Appreciate it, Marie. Always good to talk to you and uh, catch up about the fund and let folks know about it. And uh, stay warm. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Good to talk to you.